Hello. hello hello hi well hello thank you for joining me how are you i'm doing well thank you for having me <laughs> hey everybody and thank you for joining us on this episode of chatting with country today on the line with me i have leah hi everybody <laughs> <laughs> so um, Leah is a TikTok influencer and much more, but I came across her on TikTok and I just really want you to share a little bit about yourself and then I will ask questions to go along with that. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, well, I wouldn't call myself an influencer. Um... Oh, but you are. <laughs> I would not call myself an influencer by any means, but I did share kind of a part of my journey on TikTok six weeks ago, actually. It's been six weeks now. Mm. Um, six weeks ago, I somehow woke up and chose violence on myself and decided to like just put myself out there and express something that I was struggling with, which was loving myself. And to be honest, I had no intention of really anybody seeing it. Um, the not so tech savvy part of me thought I was posting it privately. You know, you have that option on TikTok to kind of share to your own um, like page, private page. And then if you decide to make it public, you can later on. So mm -hmm. I thought I was doing that. <laughs> thought I was just going to um, put that. For myself to kind of document my journey as a video diary uh, but I put it out on live for everyone and I I have gotten a really great reception and people showing me all types of love and support but ultimately I also have seen so many people who are going through the same struggle to really love themselves and it's been an interesting journey so go ahead and break down um, when you say loving yourself, break, break all of that down. What do you mean? Is it like a person would say, I hate my freckles. I don't like my hair, you know, my yeah. butt's too big. So give us some examples when you say that. Yeah, well, all the above, but, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, honestly, when I kind of started this, I really felt that it was more of an external thing, you know, mm -hmm. oh, my hair is never done. Oh, I'm overweight. Um, I also have freckles. So, oh, I don't like my freckles. I don't like my moles. So it was, it was an external look, you know, I don't put on makeup. I don't fix up. I'm not feminine. Um, that's what I thought. That was really how I was equating not loving myself was to external factors. So on my first day, my day one that, you know, everyone saw, that was, that was really what I was thinking. Um, and in yeah. so in the last six weeks, I've learned, oh, it's, it's so much deeper than that. Um, oh, just not even just coming to the realization that I didn't even respect myself. Forget I didn't put on makeup. I didn't respect me. And who I was as a person. 
And I've now come to the, you know, I've realized some of the choices that I've made came out of a lack of respect and just not valuing me and seeing myself as worthless. So Mm -hmm. when I say that I don't love myself, I realized I didn't love any area of myself. And that's been a hard pill to swallow. So in your six weeks, tell the listeners how you have been growing to love you when you look in the mirror. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely been some ups and some downs, but for the first time in a long time, and now that I can really identify what not valuing or not respecting myself looks and feels like, I can say that I respect myself. And it how that looks or how that translates for me is, you know, even in, I'll just say, even in my, my relationships, uh, with friendships, family, even in my marriage, there's things that I'm not accepting that I once accepted before, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I, I'm making choices that aren't just comfortable or better suited for the other person. I'm, I'm finally looking out for me. And that may sound selfish, but it's truly not. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I am appreciating what I see in the mirror. Now, you know, I'll be honest. Do I view myself 100% as beautiful, pretty? Not yet. But I'm working on that. And mm-hmm. how I viewed myself before, I, I couldn't even look in a mirror. And now I can look in a mirror and kind of like, okay, you don't look too bad today. You know, it's, it's gone from, oh, you look a hot mess. Don't even look in the mirror to, all right, Leah, I see you. I see you trying. Okay. So um, it's definitely some progress. It's definitely some progress, but I still have a ways to go. How important is self-affirmation to you? Oh, it's so important. It's so important. And, and what I'm learning is, you know, the way that you talk about yourself, the way that you think, it really translates into how you react and act to people, to things, to situations. So talking, saying positive words is so vital and getting rid of that negative self-talk, which is a problem for me, but getting rid of that negative self-talk and really affirming yourself it in a sense can it manifests essentially what you're saying and mm-hmm. i'm there's so many things that i'm working on and i'm saying about myself i'm beautiful i am this and you know i'm starting to believe it so i really really take stock in affirming yourself i always tell people you know for every negative thought give two positives right and i always say that because we get so wrapped up in worldly things you know Mm -hmm. um i think social media has definitely played a part in that right because our eye gates see things and then we want them we want to look like them we want to be like them we you know without knowing what they went through to be the way they are right um that's like bodybuilders or females that's in shape or or whatever it is right Mm -hmm. and so that starts us mentally 
you know, well, you fat, you ugly, you can't do this. When I look in the mirror, you, the beauty's not there. And yeah. so for every negative thought, it's like, okay, get in the, mu in the mirror, beautiful. You yeah. know, I see you, you know, um, them hips look good today. Yeah. Yep, that booty, that booty a little saggy, but it's sitting up there just <laughs> right. It's, it's sitting you just know? right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I always say, you know, little things like that. And eventually, yes, you do start to believe it, which is good because you have to build you from the inside out so that you can love on somebody else. You know, Absolutely. if you're not working on that inside, then a lot of things fail and you end up into going, you know, into a shell and not coming out of it. Yeah. So I'm proud of you. I came across your video and you gave me chills, actually. And I was just like, you know what? So for you to say six weeks strong, I'm like, dang, it was just day one. I six know. weeks. I know. That time ain't waiting on nobody. At all. At all. I can't believe it's been six weeks. It feels like it was just yesterday. Yeah. So where did you grow up? I So I was born in Philly. I'm from um, like the north side, I guess you could say. But I've been in Georgia so long that I might as well just say Georgia is home. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily like to say that, but uh, I grew up mostly in Georgia, um, Virginia uh, for a period of my really young life. My, my dad was in the military, so um, we moved. But yeah, Georgia basically. So I've, I've kind of been in the same town since I was like elementary school middle school age have been in this town outside of Atlanta so I okay. guess I'm a Georgia peach I don't know <laughs> I would say you are <laughs> so um are you you said you're in school are you in school no I'm not um I who that that chapter of my life at the moment is done but I am definitely one to um, fall into school often. Uh, my family, they, if, you know, when they hear this, they're going to be like, no, you're not doing any more school. But I, I do have, <laughs> I do have um, a bachelor's in business administration. I have a master's in um, digital marketing, consumer insights, and um, advanced analytics. Okay. Okay. So I do like school. But. what makes you smile oh my god that's such a thoughtful question mm -hmm. and oh, wow you know I guess in a silly okay if we're getting deep what makes me smile I'm still finding that out mm -hmm. if we want to be superficial with smiling yeah I like I like watching comedy funny movies you know joking around but if I if I'm being for real with you I really I'm I'm in a low place and mm -hmm. I don't really have a lot that I could say is smile worthy I guess that my brain is telling me that but you know if I if I'm I'm, I'm learning that I have to be grateful for my life and what I have so you know my family makes me smile uh, my dog makes me smile I'm, I'm grateful for my home life that's improving but I'm, I'm really working on what truly makes me smile okay. and that made me have to think <laughs> you know what but that's okay you know yeah. um, a lot of times 
let's see. A lot of times we find ourselves in low places, but we walk around with these superficial smiles, right? Mm -hmm. And so people assume that we're okay. When on the inside, you know, it's just a constant cry for help, right? Yeah. And not a help from somebody else because nobody can help you in those moments. It's a cry for help from yourself, right? right? And it's it's a constant talk, a constant battle, a constant reassurance that you can accomplish and achieve things on the inside to make sure they come out and be strong. And to go back to relationships, you know, because did you say you were married, right? Mm -hmm. When you aren't high enough on the inside, that tends to dive into the marriage, right? And so it, yeah. it can be times where, you know, you might keep a muumuu gown on, right? Yeah. Because you don't like the person that you see and your, your spouse is telling you, but baby, you look good. You know, you don't have to alter anything. And it's like, well, that's okay with you, but I still got to figure out what I want to eat, what I like. How do I like my hair? Do I want to wear a sexy nightgown, you know? Right. And um, I always say winter is, is always a tough time because a lot of people go into lows because of the weather and the sun not being out long enough. But when spring comes, you know, you're able to adjust your attitude and stuff. But I always tell people to take one day at a time, take one second at a time, put no thought into tomorrow because today have enough troubles in it, you know. True. Um, so to hear you say, I be in that low place, I can definitely relate to that. Um, what are some things you're doing to get out of that place? So I'm in therapy, um, actively. Uh, I, I have to like that, that keeps me sane, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm also a believer, so I am just trying to strengthen my walk with Christ and that is helpful. And, you know, mm -hmm. I'm also kind of understanding. And again, you know, I, I try not to offend anybody with my personal belief, but at the end of the day, um, you know, Jesus it is what it is. Life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, so I try, I try and keep it, you know, keep it a buck, but mm -hmm. yeah. Um, really just working on my walk with Christ and overcoming some of these emotions of just feeling really angry with God. If I'm being honest with you, just mm -hmm. like angry with God, some of the situations in my life, how they have gone, because they all have kind of fed into why I don't love myself. Some of these situations, like my health, mm -hmm. things like that, mm -hmm. that just are unexplained and uncontrolled by me. Um, so I'm working on just really strengthening my bond, so to speak, with Christ, because that's vital and that's important for me, but you know, and, and working, working on that, it helps. And, and just talking, have trying to find outlets. I, you know, I talk to my mom a lot. I just talking to friends that I've met through uh, my videos going viral on social media. So just mm -hmm. finding a community, a, a tribe 
it, that's what's been helping me and just stepping out of my comfort zone every day. Now I'm trying to do something that makes me uncomfortable and it's, it's helping getting me out this rut. I like that being, um, uncomfortable. You have to be uncomfortable to grow. I always say that when we get comfortable, that's when God sends stuff in our lives to shake us up, to make us cry out to him. Um, as a reminder that, hey, you you, you got to talk to me. You need yeah. me. You know, I'm here to help you get through this. So when you get too comfortable, I need to, to get you back in line. Um, Satan will have spirituality is important um, because that's what gives us that that fire um, that we need. But also, you know, Satan will have us with that lion spirit. And when I say the lion spirit, I mean, as far as ourselves, you're not good enough. Nobody will never like you. Your rejection, um, depression, insomnia, you know, self-pity. Well, you know, what is me being hopeless, even, you know, with suicidal thoughts, yeah. you know? And so when you're diving deeper into Christ, you know, you don't have to have that despair. And if you take it, one day at a time, you know, and feeding yourself and finding them scriptures and putting yourself in, in, you know, positions to where there's a lot of positivity around you, feeding your spirit, then it's giving you something to fight with. So when you do look in that mirror, it's like, yeah, girl, you, you know, you getting there, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and that's very encouraging. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, who's your hero? Ooh, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what? I right now I I'm gonna say my mom. My mom is probably one of the strongest people that I know, and she's very selfless and so giving and very loving, and she's so supportive of me. But just her own personal journey and her own personal struggles are, um applaud worthy and mm -hmm. I just look at her and I look at her strength and who she is as a person and I just think she's so beautiful inside and out and I don't tell her that enough mm. <laughs> so I think this is a great opportunity for me to really shout her out because I know she's going to listen to this and um, just really shout her out so she knows just how valuable she is to me Amen I like that yeah. What is your favorite book? Ooh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I don't I love to read. Um I love to read. I don't have a favorite, but I will say some of the books I've read recently that I've really enjoyed. Um one of I guess the the most recent book that I finished, it was a book called All the Lonely People by Mike Gale. Mhm. Mm and it was so cute. And I'm not going to give it away for anybody who's listening, but it was about an old man. Um, and he's in this town It's set in like the London area. And it kind of goes back and forth. Think of like, this is us as far as flashbacks, but um, it just, it talks a lot about grief and loneliness, obviously, yeah. and his journey. And I, it was just so cute. It was, it's definitely an easy read. Um, but it, it just really touched my heart because I'm, I'm grieving currently 
um, mm-hmm. the loss of my uncle. And so it's just like, I don't know, it's, I felt like I could just relate to the character a little bit, but it's, it's really cute. It's a cute book. It's not super sad by any means, but I highly recommend it. Aww. You just give me little warm fuzzies. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love to read. I mean, I, I read a lot of different things. Um, I mean, I, sh- I guess I should say the Bible, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would I be be telling the truth if I said that was my favorite book? I would not. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. You know, and that's that's okay that, you know, you you ain't got the word. You know what? I've watched people on their deathbed and when they had nothing else, when they can remember, when they couldn't remember family members. Yeah. They still knew the word. And that's how you know that it's something to the gospel. Like, I don't care what nobody say. At the end of the day, for somebody whose mind has checked out, yeah, you can still quote scripture, baby. Bye. You know yep. there is power in the name of Christ, and so that is like I'm a believer. I will forever be one, and ain't yes. nothing no different. I don't give a damn what fall down on me. You know the building can come caving in, and I'm still gonna be like, well, you know, it must yeah. have been men. It was written, you know. Yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> I, I gotta is- get the lesson. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that, too, because when my uncle was, I, I guess you could say on his deathbed, you know, he was like not even verbal, really, at this mm-hmm. at this point. And um, his sister, my aunt, was just trying to make sure that he was saved because he kind of, not that he didn't believe, but, you know, he just yeah. went back and forth and he had so many trials, um, really, truly. Um, and that's a whole another story in itself. But um, yeah, she was just making sure that before he went out of there, that he was good. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he's talking to him and just making sure he's saved. And, and again, he was barely verbal at this point and he passed from cancer, but he could barely speak. He was on hospice um, at home. And so mm-hmm. she's like, you know, I can't remember what she said, but she was just like, you know, tell God, remember me like um, the, the, the man on the cross. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And, and so he said, yeah, Lord, re- please remember me. And um, so I believe, you know, he gave his life to Christ truly. Um, and I, I want to say the next day he passed. I think mm. it was the, ne- the next day or it was, it was soon after that. Mm-hmm. but Ain't you know how that work yeah that's yeah so to your point people can be on their last leg on their deathbed and, and at the end of the day they they might have been uh not believing in god at at all but yeah. somehow they get an encounter in those last moments yeah i'm always saying god come get them right in that moment just so you don't have time to think of nothing else be like nah forget this you know I know. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 so interesting yeah interesting. I do feel like that's that's how it happened um even like and I know this is probably very random but like even when people come out of jail you know when they in jail it's like they in the word and they read and doing all this stuff and you know when they get out of jail they're gonna go right back to doing the same thing mm-hmm. sometimes a lot of them people get out and they end up down and I and I promise that's just been my theory I'd be like God knew that they was gonna come out 
and do some reckless stuff. And so he had to take them right in that moment where they were still believers and where he still had their attention so that they didn't have to go back out there. That's possible. Do some that, reckless stuff. Mm -hmm. That is that is so possible. Yeah. Um, my next question is, what's your favorite cereal? Ooh, probably Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge cereal eater, but I love Captain Crunch. Oh, it cuts the roof of your mouth. Uh, no, it does, and you're not <laughs> eating it right. <laughs> You ain't eating it right. Like, don't hate on my cereal. Right. Whatever. You need to learn how to chew because uh, clearly <laughs> you're not doing it right. <laughs> exactly. If you could teach young women something, and this will be our last question, if if you could teach young women something, what would it be? Oh my God, to value themselves and not let any person, man, woman, boy, girl, thing situation change how they view themselves um we have to love we have to love ourselves and a lot of that does stem from you know growing up we're taught you know society social media will make us feel a certain way have us comparing ourselves our looks our money things that we have tangible items to other people and other things and it's so important that we not only know who we are as a person, we know who we are in Christ and we, and we love ourselves because I do not want to see another young woman come up in the way that I have learn from my mistakes. That's, that's really, if I could stress that to anybody, mm -hmm. um, learn from my mistakes and honestly, that's probably one of the biggest reasons why I ended up starting um, a foundation from all of this mm -hmm. is because I want, you know, not just women, it's, it's for men as well. But I, I don't want I don't want the younger generations coming up to experience the hardships that so many of us are experiencing right now when it comes to a self-love walk and taking care of ourselves and self-care because we are so vital and we are so valuable and so important. And it's so easy to be swayed, whether that's from, you know, the world, our families, our friends, even our own mind. Mm -hmm. It's so mm -hmm. important to remember who you are and who we are as people. We are just wonderful creatures. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a long way to say to, I would hope that they would learn to, love themselves all right well you talked about a foundation what's the name of our foundation and tell us a little bit about it yeah the name of the foundation is called the love me foundation so um you know after the video you saw um where i went viral on tiktok um i created on facebook a challenge well it's more of a support group so to speak called the love me challenge Mm -hmm. And so now that group on Facebook has probably, I think it's around 25,000 people in there, men and women. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who are um, going on this journey with me, um, working mm. on loving themselves. And we're growing and we're healing. And I, you know, I, I actually, I went viral on Facebook as well. I think I've got like 260,000 followers now on mm. Facebook, mm -hmm. um, just full of beautiful people who are 
who can understand and relate to not loving themselves. And that's, you know what, um, country, it's crazy because that's such a big number to me. Yeah, That's a lot of people who are saying, Leah, that's me. (laughs) This is me. You encompass my words. And I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I really don't like that. I, I love that, you know, someone was able to find community in a sense that they're not alone anymore in their feelings. But I, I really hate that we are in this situation or, you know, we, we feel this way. I hate that someone can relate to the pain of it. And so from that, I went ahead and I started a foundation, the Love Me Foundation, which is designed to, the purpose is to eradicate self-hate and promote self-love. And so the foundation will help provide mental health resources to those in need, you know, those who can't afford it, um, Mm. you know, for people to get help, self-care, um, baskets for people who need it. Because sometimes I know for me, when I'm in a bad self-care snap, my hygiene is all the way gone. And sometimes just getting a little basket of goodies might, might pick you up. It picks me up. So just doing little things for our community to really just help uplift and support one another. So I'm really, really excited about what we're going to be doing. I'm really, really excited um, about what you are doing and it goes back to that six weeks ago yeah you had a stirring on the inside to do something right your spirit man on the inside of you said hey I want you to go out here and put this video out thinking that you were just gonna keep it to yourself and here it is you're touching so many lives and one thing about it is the seed get planted but it's God who water it and gives you the harvest. And so I pray that you receive everything that your heart desires. Um, I pray that you come back 99% strong, right? We have to leave that 1% so that we can fall off from time to time so that we can be uncomfortable from time to time, but then God get us back together. And so that's why I say 99%. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray that the rest of your footsteps are ordered and that the Lord place those in your life who means you good, who's there to undergird you, who's there to speak positivity into you, who's there to build you up and not want to see you fall. I ask that he remove those people in your lives that's speaking against you and that you continue to stand strong throughout your walk. Um I pray that angels are encamped around and about you. I pray that your heart deals with the grief that you're bearing. Um, I ask that God heal your marriage and that your line of communication opens up and become clearer. Um, We tend to hold things in our head and then want to expect the other person to know what's going on. And so I just ask that God opens that line of communication for you all and strengthen you. I'm grateful for who he is in your life. I just pray for understanding from everyone that's around you. It's some that don't know why you're doing what you're doing, but God knows and you know God. And so that's why you're moving forward. And so again, I want to thank you for coming on here. Do you have any final words? 
I guess my final words would just be, I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Thank you for reaching out to me. Um, it's such an honor to speak with you. And, you know, for anybody who's listening to this, uh, just know that I love you and you're not alone and we got this. So you got a community and a tribe. So we got this guys. And on that note, if you hang in there with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace. Thank you.